Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Week two was nasty. It was ugly. Uh, I've already gotten enough losses on my card that I am guaranteed to have a losing week, which always sucks when we record these podcasts. Um, but even worse than that, I uh, I knowingly bet hard-earned money on the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Raiders today, um, and the Bengals, for that matter, all teams that we kind of completely <laughs> dismissed in the preseason and laughed about how bad they were going to be. Uh, I talked myself into some of these home squads as being feisty, um, and just, you know, not, not only me, but in general, home teams got utterly murdered today. None of those teams were really even competitive, I didn't think. Um, and I don't really know what to make of this league anymore. Um, clearly, no spread is too big to back when you have, you know, Pat Mahomes or Tom Brady slinging the ball for you. Uh, clearly, no, um, you know, no lead against the spread is safe if you're the Miami Dolphins um, or the Raiders, for that matter. Uh, this is, uh, this sucks, man. Um, I don't really have any answers here. This is just a, this is a bad weekend for me. And, um, you know, I'm going to need a miracle here to come out five and six on the weekend. Although I do have some really nice closing line and I had a closing line value winning weekend also. And even still, um, going to take an L here. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is nasty, man. What did you make it today? Yeah. It's uh, it got a little rough. I was down at the sports book. It was really rough on all the people in the Vikings jerseys. Jesus, right off the bat, <clears throat> all I got to yeah. think about was like, oh man, if you took because you know every one of those people had like Vikings plus three or Jesus people that had steamed that under in the Vikings Packers game. Yeah, which, they were sweating. Again, we said was they were probably that, that was the right move. Yeah, you had to sweat that out for three quarters. Or honestly, the the Chiefs game. Like, all right, it looks okay, but the Chiefs are getting theirs, and they're just bang, 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 bang. Which, that's another one of those where it's like the hindsight play. I took a little bit of Chiefs live, just straight up money line. And it's like, you know, you, you get to be 10 minutes later, and like, well, why didn't I put my whole account on that? Or why why did I take the money line and pay like, Minus one thirty. I should have just taken the, the the spread there. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, there was some ugliness. It was it was like it got worse for Miami. Man, and they're at home. Yeah, that was that was a real indictment on how hard they're willing to tank. <laughs> the talent on the field is just so bad. And even if they had been able to keep it close, it's like man. I said that to someone in a chat. I can't remember if we said it on a podcast. We have too many chats, too many podcasts, too many conversations. I said, I can't be sitting there with Miami down by 17. They feel like they're in a competitive game, and I get a freaking Steve, you know, a Gilmore pick, pick six. six. Yeah. And, it, and it's not like, it's funny because I laughed. I'm like, I said that, but in my scenario, it wasn't already like 28 nothing or whatever it was. I think it was 23 nothing at that point. Like yeah. just, it's magic. I mean, he's been on six, seven, eight teams. There's reasons for these things. Yes, that's an ugly. Thing. And then and then they bring he's Rosen horrible. in, get him hurt, like that. Uh, they're full on like the whatever year it was, 2010 Astros winning 50 games. Hopefully, they can 
pull their way out of that in a couple of years. That was a it was a game I didn't really want to watch, and you saw what happened with the Lions. Yeah, it opened twenty and a half for the Cowboys. Yeah, incredible. Um, right now at, at Bet Online, it's a it's a juiced minus twenty. And it, it, I mean, you're gonna take Miami in the points? There's no, no, I, no fucking. There's no chance I can't. You have can't do it. You can't do it. And it's what's crazy about this specific scenario is, like two days ago, the look ahead was 15, and now it's 20, and it's like, okay, so you're telling me that all of this adjustment we made last week was seven, six, seven points or whatever it was, from 11 to 17. Now we're going 17 to. To twenty, like I mean, they're now going from fifteen to twenty. So we're, we're we're pushing these guys out two touchdowns. Like this is like college football territory. I have no I have no interest in betting another <laughs> Dolphins game the rest <laughs> of the season. And I, I honestly, like I mean, great good job for Dallas. You know, they like honestly, like the only surprise really for me at this point in the day on this Sunday is that I didn't also back the Redskins at home uh, and get my ass kicked on that game also um, because you know this is this is just. A complete, um, you know, you said it well in the preview. In the pre, you know, when we were getting ready here, we live in a world of haves and have-nots at this point in the NFL. Um, and some teams are competitive, and others absolutely stink. Um, I'm shocked at how there is another are. game yeah. on the board. There it's is. That's a three-score. There's a three-score three spread. And the the Patriots, after outscoring their opponents a shitload to a little. Are seventeen and a half point favorites hosting the Jets? Who and granted, you had a you had a quarterback. I don't. Do we call it an injury? Is kissing an injury? Yeah, it's, I mean he's no. missing. It's just <laughs> no, an illness, it's I guess. Which yeah. I mean, not to make light of that, I had mono and I I ended up in the ER. Like that's a that's a serious thing. You can really get dehydrated and like almost die. But it's such a weird thing to happen. So uh, that's another one I probably won't get involved with. And, and you know, to speak to Miami, it's some of these teams you see adjustments like, oh man, their offense just isn't clicking. Like I don't know. Let's say the Bears. You know, the, the offense just isn't there. The defense is really good. The offense isn't there. So there's adjustments. I mean, this is just all three phases of the game. Offense, yeah. defense, special teams. Like, they can't stop anybody. They can't score. And special teams is kind of sketch. You have to make massive adjustments. Otherwise, you're going to continue to get murdered. And if you can believe anything anybody says, as far as like the William Hill numbers or anything like that, a lot of people were on the Patriots. Like, they they got murdered on a game that they put. I mean, they couldn't. Six, they gave you six free points. Enough. They enticed us to take the Dolphins by giving us six, seven free points, and it didn't even fucking matter. It wasn't even competitive. And, and honestly, like the fact that it was a shutout. If you watched any of that game, like that was that was a shutout from wire to wire. Uh, Dolphins had what thirty eight yards like deep into well into the third quarter. Like there was absolutely no competitiveness, no fight in that team. That was an absolute you know ass kicking. And you know it's crazy that Antonio Brown now is part of this offense, and you know they have they can attack you eighteen different ways. Like they've done a nice job of making the league thoroughly unwatchable and unfun. I mean. You know, we we got uh, we got a great game on the slate for Week Three with Baltimore heading to Kansas City, uh, which should be oh you know. And and guess yeah. what? This is for you know ostensibly you would think this this matters, right? No, this is like for runner up in the AFC. 
Like, yeah, I can't reasonably make an argument that either of these teams, when it comes to playoff time, is going to have anything, uh, you know, to, to 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 try to keep up with the the Patriots at this point. But you know, it's a long season; things can change. But uh, you know, it's it's, it's uh, yeah. It I don't know if I want to. That's a that's a hard reaction because I mean we've seen and granted another quarterback injury, but like the Steelers, even with Ben in, I don't know. You know, I don't know what to make of them 100%. Like, maybe the Patriots should have thumped them. Maybe good teams should be thumping the Patriots or the the Steelers right now. And, you know, how much can you really take away from a team that's just fully rolled over and showed their belly to the rest of the league? Do you think the Patriots' defense is top five in the league? Pretty obviously. Patriots' defense is utterly superlative. Would you agree with that? It's looked good. It's looked very, yeah. I mean, right now, for sure, yes. But again... I don't know how much how much I can buy into the Steelers system right now, and then so also. Who's the, so who's then again? You, you, didn't, you, okay. you didn't show me much. So their defense is good right now. We'll assume that they're you know that you know they they'll lose some pieces, but next man up mentality seems to be working for them. So you know who knows that they're going to take an enormous step backwards between now and January. It's tough to see, uh, and you know who's the second best team in the AFC? Is it the Chiefs? Probably third best, Baltimore. Like neither of those defenses is going to be able to absolutely put a stop on this Patriots offense when the time comes. Like, there's just no way. Like, this is this is ridiculous. I feel like I, I don't think this is an overreaction. <clears throat> no, I mean I don't think the Patriots have played a team that's within a sniff of Baltimore's defense. Like, not even Baltimore looks good today. Baltimore you got to wait and ba- see the Patriots. Baltimore got worked today a little bit in the past I mean, game. What are you going to What are you going to do against a it's a gadget offense. What are you going to do? That's another one where it's like I, uh, no one else is going to run that against them. How, how? What can you take away from a team that runs 10 personnel like that all the freaking time? Like that. That's one of those where, it, like in college, people who bet college, you say, oh, man, the team looked really bad last week. I'm going to bet against them. Well, they played a triple option team. Like you don't you don't see that that often. I, th- I thought the Baltimore defense looked bad. Obviously, again, I'm going against my own argument where they, they played a shitty team, but I think they're pretty good. I think they'll be all right, and they, I think they'll score. I think that'll be a really good game. I would take Baltimore, and this is not just to say that I think Baltimore is better than Kansas City, and obviously the lines show that, and we'll see that next week. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I would take Baltimore versus New England rather than KC versus New England right now, just based on having some semblance of a defense. Sure. Like to, to slow them down and be in the game. I think Kansas City, you know, I, with all the weapons and if they get healthy and everything back at the end of the year, like they'll be able to score on New England. But man, what we saw in the in the playoffs, especially that first half there, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a better matchup to to get uh, Baltimore up there. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I think Baltimore has a better chance, obviously, than uh, than Kansas City does on that basis of that I would rank their defense a little higher. But I just don't think either has a reasonable chance of pulling off a the outright right win, right? Like, like, yeah, maybe I'll back either of those teams with the points against the Patriots. But I, I, honestly, I, it's tough for me to see a scenario where either of those defenses comes up with the game-winning stop against this offensive machine for the Pats that looks utterly world-beating. So, um, it's well, tough. Especially with Gronk back. Speaking of Baltimore KC, before we move off that game, that one uh, line opened up at uh, KC minus seven. That seems like a little too many points. Um, actually, the line opened up mm-hmm. minus five, and it got bet up to seven. 
Um, I know we talked in the in the pre-production here. We were looking at that over, opened up 51 and a half, and we both said, yeah, fucking right, 51 and a half. Like, that's the easiest scoop on CLV of the week. Lo and behold, you put it last 30 minutes, and it's 54. Um, so 54 is probably... Yeah pretty reasonable maybe a stay away um i don't really have an angle on that game anymore because the the two line moves probably um do you think baltimore's worth backing that plus seven i mean we shouldn't be we shouldn't be afraid obviously we shouldn't be at all afraid of backing teams on the road in uh in the in the nfl anymore uh road teams were absolutely ridiculous today Uh, i think road teams in week two uh, to this point have gone something like three and uh, I guess it depends on when you got the Chicago number, but it was like either two, uh, you know, is, is, is uh, the home teams have covered, I think three spreads this week, the Rams covered the, um, the Lions c- covered in one outright, uh, and the uh, Packers covered, um, that's it. All the other road teams, uh, stomped home field advantages. You know, we knew it was kind of diminishing and through two weeks, it's been non-existent. Um, I don't know. What do you think about Baltimore on the road next week? Home home field doesn't matter. Is that our, is that the theme for the year? That you feel like that that'll count. Well, right now, sort right now it doesn't. It. Yeah, I mean, right now it doesn't. Right yeah. now it feels like these teams have completely coached them, coached ways, or the good ones at least have coached their you know coached the good the good organizations and the good teams have coached their way around really you know feeling any of the impacts of travel, mm-hmm. any of the impacts of you know, of the, of the atmosphere. Um, so yeah, you know, I don't really know that, uh, I'm going to be at any, in any way, shape or form, uh, using the same old, um, kind of methodologies I have for capturing home field advantage. Um, unless maybe it's a primetime game in Seattle. I think there's really no point. Um, what, uh, any other major takeaways? Do we, do we have anything else on the AFC today? I thought, I guess let's just go kind of rapid fire. Tennessee was a disaster. That was an embarrassment. They counted. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, that game was ripe for them to put it away in the second half and they let Indianapolis right back into it. Indianapolis looks like Vinatieri is going to retire. Um, All time greatest kicker in the history of the NFL. Good, uh, good on you. That was a hell of a career, but uh, it does look like he needs to go. Um, Chargers disappointed, losing outright. Chargers outgained. The Chargers kind of controlled that game from wire to wire and managed to lose 13-10 on the road. That was very Chargers. Yeah, Um, I didn't didn't watch a ton of that. I didn't watch a ton of that. Like that's one I'm going to rewatch for sure. It wasn't really up on the screens at the book, and like I kept watching that score and I didn't quite understand that. I looked at the stats. That one, that one's kind of a puzzler. We're gonna have to dig into that before we talk about those teams Wednesday. Like, yep. I, I guess good on Patricia and them, but that was a that was a goofy one altogether. I think. Yep, um, Buffalo sure they, and I'm not Buffalo sure some of the, the NFC North teams deserve their wins today. No, no, but uh, but Buffalo, uh, Buffalo and Josh Allen again. But Josh Allen really cannot pass the ball particularly well. There will be spots to fade this team uh, when they go up against more legitimate uh, offenses than we saw from the Giants today. Eli Manning, oh man, he is so fucking washed. I don't Oof, even know where to start. Um, uh, Jacksonville, Houston. I guess maybe let's spend a hot second on this one. Houston uh, squeaked by with a one point win in a super, super ugly game for them. Um, 
they had a they had a very short field on a key huge turnover that was their only touchdown today. Um, Jacksonville defense looked much improved from their week one beating at the hands of the Chiefs. Um, Gardner Minshew and company should have won that game. Jacksonville defense left two. Uh, defensive touchdowns on the field that I saw. Um, and even at the end, they still had a chance to to steal that one with the two-point conversion that was like a couple inches short. So good try, Jacksonville. But at 0-2, they're probably an afterthought this season. Houston and Indy really are going to battle it out for the uh, the AFC South. Do you have any feel of how this goes down? Tennessee frauds. Colts are frisky. Houston looks like frauds. Jacksonville looks, yeah. dead, looks dead in the water. Isn't that one of the like the maybe the least most predictable least predicted things? It's like Brissett takes him to a conference or a, a division title. The team that everybody just like ah oh, oh, they're dead. The quarterback's gone and they're dead. Isn't that isn't that one of those things that you just happens every year? Like oh shit, like Brissett's not terrible. They still well, have a bunch of pieces. Well, you know Indy, who would love Indy, to, Indy, Indy for sure frisky. You know who would love to see that. Yours truly, who is holding still enormous liabilities on the, yeah. on the Colts to win the AFC South. Um, you know, I definitely had kind of left them for yeah, dead. Don't rip up just, tickets yet. just because that uh, that lost so much value, I figured it was uh, it was worthless. But uh, lo and behold, that may actually have some life here because nobody else in the AFC South has had any. It looked good at all. Um, let's let's mention since we're on the AFC South Thursday night's game, Tennessee is at Jacksonville. That opened with a spooky low total. 40, excuse me. Um, is it? Is this just a, a matter of both offenses look pretty limited today? Um, this is a short week Thursday night game. It's, people are expecting this to be ugly. Can we take advantage of this somehow? Are you going to get on the over yeah, with me? Or short week. And, and, well, like you said, too, Jacksonville's defense looked a lot more improved. And those sort of things will happen when you don't have to play, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes every week. Like you're sure. just going to look better by default the next week. But granted, they, they did look pretty good. And, you know, Tennessee, they didn't at home. Again, that's going to be a theme this week, I guess. At home didn't look all that great on offense. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's about right. I've seen, I seen a couple books open a little higher of a total, even some 41s. But I'm going to have to dig into this a little further before we we get too frisky and over there. I just, I'm actually uh, leaning, before, I'm, I'm leaning yeah, towards Jacksonville money line. Okay. Yeah, I thought Minshew looked looked fine. I thought he was a little nervous in the first half, and he settled down and played pretty good down the clutch down the stretch there. I I would actually go with you there. Um, just before betting an over, you always like to look at the weather, and I'm I'm staring at 15 mile an hour winds potentially in Jacksonville on Thursday, so that may be a good one to steer clear of the over. Actually, so I think we will let that one marinate and re, re, revisit that one on Wednesday. No rush either because it's not getting better very heavily. Let it soak. I let it soak. Um, any other AFC notes that I had here as I go down the card? Uh, Pittsburgh, Roethlisberger. Seattle, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pitt, yeah. What, to give me your take on Pittsburgh. Does this team have any life left? Does Roethlisberger injury potentially save <laughs> I don't know what Tomlin? the deal is. Yeah, what's, what do you, where, where do they go from Yeah, what's the, what's the injury? What's the injury update? Like, do you have anything? I don't have anything. Did I they mean, say it anything? An, it's, it, it was an elbow. An elbow is bad. Um, looked like an elbow to me. It's which, not good. Yeah, no, I mean uh, that 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 was you know this is a guy that threw for six thousand yards last year, not really, but like a shitload of yards last year. Like he's, you know, that there that there could be an overuse injury should shock no one, um, and that they were even competitive in that game with uh, Root, Mason Rudolph. Looked, he looked 
absolutely out of his depth when they threw him in the in the mix there. Um, Seattle was very lucky to get that win. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, I would expect Roethlisberger misses a couple weeks here. He's the kind of guy that misses weeks anyway. You know, like he likes to play the, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to tough it out card. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I would expect you do not see Roethlisberger next week. In fact, did they even open a line for that one for Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh at San Francisco, they really hung a pick them? Jesus Christ, man. Are we expected to not overreact from San Francisco today and stare clear of that? Pick them? Why is Pittsburgh? It's got a bet in their direction, too. Is that a, one is point that a bookmaker? Um, well, at Bet Online, I see a pick them. At Bookmaker, I see Pittsburgh minus one. Chris opened it at a pick them and now is it sitting at Pittsburgh minus one. Um, yeah. So yeah, apparently. Chris, Chris and Bookmaker will be the same. Yeah, true. So apparently, uh, apparently Pittsburgh is uh, is live with uh, maybe Roethlisberger. They must know Roethlisberger is going to play them. But I'm surprised that that in any way, shape, or form, anyone would hold Pittsburgh up as equal to uh, to San Francisco. I guess yeah, we got to I got to recalibrate all of my thinking here. Who cares if San Francisco's home? Who cares if Pittsburgh's on the road? They're basically saying these two teams are even. Um, every site is a neutral site practically now. Does that make sense to you? Jeez. We're going full full home field advantage recalibration of reaction. I like that. We're going to have to delve into that. I think we have to start thinking that way. What do you make of Pittsburgh, San Francisco? I mean, it's seriously? only been 32 Should games. that be a pick em? We'll We'll talk about San Francisco. I don't have enough information. We both bet Cincinnati I lack today. the information. Okay, we both bent, bet Cincinnati today. Dalton was horrible. Cincinnati's offense looked as bad as they did under Marvin Lewis. There was no none of the dynamic wrinkles that we saw uh, last week against Seattle. And on top of that, their defense was completely lost. Like, they did not know who to cover or when or what. Like, the, the San Francisco scheme was great. And clearly, them staying in Ohio for a week um, was the correct decision because they obviously had a very focused week of preparation and practice and were... Um, spectacularly prepared for that game. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the medical professionals in the Ohio region. Yes, good job, you guys. guys. Good you job. guys got them ready for that. Um, yeah, San Francisco was way, way, way better team today than Cincinnati. That wasn't even close. Cincinnati um, now 0-2. San Francisco, surprisingly 2-0. Um, God, dude. With Two road games. Trappy is a motherfucker. Two and all. That as a pick Both on the road. All right, staying off that game entirely. I'm out. I'm out on that one. Um, Casey was incredible. Down, oh, down ten nothing. Probably should have been fourteen nothing. Um, they did not lose their cool. Pat Mahomes just had all time in the world. He wanted to throw the ball and um, pick that Oakland uh, pass defense apart with ease. Um, guy. Robinson, did you have any expectation that he was going to go off for almost 200 yards and what he did today? And that, you know, they even had a bunch of, you know, the refereeing was tilted against them, I thought, in that game. And Kansas City still won and covered easily. Um, last time I really talked myself up on Oakland being anything competitive this season, I think. Um, and then Denver. I was more excited about Nicole Hardman. Yeah. And it turned into be the Robinson game. Robinson game, yeah. Who knew? Uh, and then Denver fan the battle between Fangio and uh, and his former team was weird. Uh, did you watch any of that Denver Chicago? Yeah, like they, 
I am still standing behind all my Chicago regression takes. Like they probably, I don't know who deserved to win that game less. That was just all time not fun to watch from a quarterbacking standpoint. But then at the end, it was a lot. I mean, it was just a lot of fun from uh, teams that had near zero win probabilities coming, you know, out of the grave multiple times. It was a wild ending. I, again, what do you take away from that? Like, uh, I guess you can take away the quarterback from both teams is, is subpar. The offenses are subpar. There's some decent running backs and, and the defenses are good. And I don't know what we were thinking, not taking that under. I talked to that. Everybody I talked to was like, oh, we all looked at it. And and then now you think about it, like, where were they going to get seven touchdowns from? Where in the world? Where was it coming from? Where was that happening? No, I'm with you. Yeah, it was, but that was a, and there was a lot of easy looks that I feel like I left on the table this week. Um, Chicago, as long as we're mentioning them in the regression, I mean, I, my only takeaway from that is the Denver's dead. They're done. They're not competing with the likes of Kansas City or any other elite teams in the AFC. Um, you can pretty much write them off. I don't know how many times I'll be betting them this season, but it's not going to be very many. Um, and their defense was, you know, was not as opportunistic as, you know, you would expect to affirm a Vic Fangio type of defense unless they're not getting turnovers and they're in deep trouble this season. Um, Chicago, on the other hand, um, their defense did kind of carry them. Mitch Trubisky is still freaking not right. That offense, you said it exactly, is not clicking. Um, and weirdly, they are four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road on Monday Night Football against the Washington Redskins. I bring up weird because the Dallas Cowboys we just saw beat the Redskins like a drum. Uh, and they were, at points last week, four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Uh, I find it pretty ridiculous to think that Chicago is in any way, shape, or form in the same class as Dallas. Um, does this line make sense to you? And should we be thinking giving the the Redskins some consideration to get an upset on Monday Night Football? <laughs> or should we just not? Bet I that guess they, they got to. Should we just they, not yeah, bet the shit teams? They got to. Period? They got to see Keenum a couple times two years ago. I don't know what what gives them a, that much of an advantage. Uh, maybe just the fact that they're still the the team from last year taking their priors into account from being a division champion and a playoff team last year and Washington looking the way Washington has ever since the first half of the, I mean, once you hit halftime, the last six quarters of Washington football have been, you know, pretty piss poor. And there was a few bright spots here, but none of them were with, you know, when the game was within reach, that was kind of an ugly game. And uh, it's like we said early in the preview and before the season and week one, the Cowboys are going to start 3-0, and probably 4-0, and and then we'll probably find some ways to fade the Cowboys when they're riding high. Uh, this week is not that week. <laughs> We're not going to go do it right now, but eventually, yeah, like, the Cowboys the Cowboys had a very nice, easy schedule. We should have just done a, an open rolling, an open, you know, rolling parlay with the, the Cowboys for the first three weeks. Yeah. Jesus. I, I totally fill that third leg with... One and a half right now. To the hell with it. What are they going to yeah. do? Yeah. Not score in Miami. Yeah, seriously. So, I yeah, I don't know what to make of that line. I, I guess I, I think they're still just taking home field in, into into account here. Okay. Like they're saying, Chicago's a touchdown better on a neutral. That's probably fair because you have to take all three. Like I said, all three aspects of the game into account. Chicago's probably a touchdown better. Because their offense can't score. How how can you be how can you be a 10, 10, you know, 10, 11, 12 point favorite against somebody when your offensive output for the what for the year now is nineteen points 
Like they're averaging under 10 points a game. And I'm, I get, you know, they were two decent. They played pretty, two pretty decent defense. What do you think? What do you think this, uh, that, but before I, I don't think the game. offense is just going to all of a sudden go to Washington and start clicking. Before we move off this game, what would this game be lined if it was in Soldier Field? By 10. Really? Mm, Maybe they open a juicy nine and a half. Yeah, I guess that's not I crazy. Mean, you don't think, I mean, that's just what they're going to do. I mean, add well, six Philadelphia, Philadelphia was 10-point favorite against this Washington team. Like, I, I don't know. I just am not understanding why Chicago continues to get respect like they They have an offense. Chicago? No, no, Philly. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying, why? How is Chicago? Like that, that line made sense, right? Right. No, no. These lines, like these these Redskins lines, these three that we've seen to this point, imply that Chicago is in the same conversation with Philly and Dallas, and I'm just not there even close. Yeah, but then the other side of that is taking Washington, who has scored. You know, granted, not all these points are like in competitive parts of the game. They really didn't do a shit in the second half for the Eagles, but they have scored twenty one and twenty seven, and maybe we can make a maybe we can make a case for a rested Washington team at home, just covering this by way of keeping it close and scoring more points than Chicago's used to having to score themselves. Should we be giving I mean, over how many 42? points do you think Washington? Oh God, no! We're not looking for an over forty two here. This feels no. I mean, okay. I'm looking for like Washington money line. <laughs> well, if Washington scores 21, they they might win. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I mean, how, Chicago, this will be the easiest defense they'll they'll faced for sure. Not even for close. sure. Yes. But in what world do we see Trubisky go out there and scoring 28, 31 points? It's just I, not the cards right now. Yeah, not the way. I'm gonna have to look at Washington's run defense. Playing. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, the the Washington run defense. I'm gonna have to dig into that a bit. If if they can go run heavy and take big chunks of field, a la you know the Vikings plan. I'm gonna maybe, think some more maybe about they this. can march down the field and get some points. I'm gonna put a pin in this. We got a lot of time think for that some one. more about this one because, like, honestly, like I kind of want to make the case that Chicago has played two really good defenses and see if that holds any water. Yeah, they have. Um, and maybe they find you know maybe they find easier sledding against Washington. Washington's defense isn't that good either. I mean, they're not that bad either, though. So I don't know. I'm probably gonna stay. Away from I, I don't want to bet any of these games this week. I don't want to bet this league anymore. I just want uh, I just want some of these, you know, the, I just want some of these, uh, um, you know, actual, you know, angles that have been actionable in the NFL for years to start clicking. Um, but it's probably weeks and weeks away. So I'm frustrated, obviously. Um, other two other NFC tilts we didn't talk about to this point. Um, Minnesota, Green Bay. What did you think of that? Green Bay scored 21 early and then uh, held on for their life. Like, they could have lost that game. That Minnesota, it was right there. Oh, they, Kirk Cousins I mean, doesn't they, throw that pick in the end should've. zone and they, they probably win that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I say Minnesota probably should have, but then at the same time, like, Kirk Cousins, just, what a what a bad purchase. Oof. It's a lot of money for a guy who doesn't know to throw that out of the end zone. You don't, it was first down. There wasn't like the time was not quite an issue yet. It was first and goal. You don't force something like that. Like you pay a starting quarterback to be 
you know, you pay a guy that much to be your starting quarterback. He can't make, he can't make throws like that. Like that was rough. But then again, what happened between the first three scores and then the rest of the game for green Bay? I don't know. It, it felt like Minnesota's defense picked it up a little, but at the same time, did you think the play calling changed a little? Like, did they just go conservative or was it all Minnesota? So Minnesota's you know, defense looked just fucking lost. And it, it looked was, like they yeah. couldn't stop anything. There's no, there's 0.0 chemistry between uh, LaFleur and, and Aaron Rodgers. I'm not making too oh, much yeah. out of this. They have no chemistry. They do not like each other, I don't think. And and even you know, maybe they will grow to like each other as they continue to pull put together these you know divisional wins that are hugely meaningful in the standings. But uh, yeah, things are things are all not all, all things are not well with that Green Bay offense at all. Green Bay's defense is carrying them like you like like the Chicago defense carried the the Bears last year. Um, and like the like the Minnesota defense carried the Vikings two years ago. Um, sensing a theme here in the NFC North. Um, speaking of Minnesota, like okay, yeah, Kirk Cousins sucked against uh, you know I sucked on the roads against uh, the Packers when he was a dog. Um, they're seven and a half point favorites against the Raiders now. Can we at least count on this Vikings team to just put away shitty opponents like this? Yeah, that's it's Cousins uh, Mo. You can't beat good teams, beat the shit out of bad teams. And like last week was, a, you know, projected to be a better team, but it was the run game that, you know, put the end to him. And the run game looked good again. If Kirk Cousins gets it, again, it still could be a good team. That's what was missing from the, the sort of Vikings. They, they ran the ball nice. The defense picked it up after the you know the first flurry of Rodgers cramming it down their throats, and Kirk Cousins couldn't hit passes. And the play calling was a little weird too. That it was like you know wide receiver screen, wide receiver screen, forty yard bomb. Like there was there was some real weird decision making from the play calling booth. I thought as far as like that's that's going to be your go to play. This this throw it to the flat every time. That's just not working. So I don't know. Maybe if the play calling improved right now, I'm I'm kind of out on the Vikings. I don't feel like laying over a touchdown, even with Oakland right now. <laughs> yeah, shit. Maybe maybe a Minnesota team total or lay, uh, Oakland team total under. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a low total, forty-two and a half. Like that number's gonna be like twenty. It'd be seventeen. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be super low. I think they can hold um, Oakland to seventeen or less. Okay. Um. The last NFC tilt worth mentioning is a rematch of last year's NFC title game. Boy, did these two not look like contenders. <laughs> oh, my God. The Saints and the Rams game was awful. It was ugly. It was an under from start to finish. Um, although I will say that it was referee assisted under. Um, that could have gotten a little bit more high scoring there in the middle, but there were some nice penalties that brought back some, took some points off the board. I will acknowledge that. Um, still think under 52 was dead right read from start to finish. Anyway, uh, Breeze gets hurt. Um, Teddy Bridgewater did not have the juice. He's never looked good in this New Orleans system. Uh, if he is trotted out there against Seattle on the road, uh, I don't think New Orleans is going to be especially competitive in that game. We aren't seeing tons of lines up yet. Like, Penny's not hanging one, but um, bet online open to pick them. Chris is at uh, minus one uh, for New Orleans. Do you think they should be road chalk in Seattle? Maybe the one place that we would expect in a big game like this, there's still some modicum of prime to have home field advantage. 
I think by betting this game, you're taking a stand on the injury. Like this is just like the Pittsburgh game. Like in what world would I would I take a bet on this right now, or even have yeah, an opinion would. on this line? Yeah, sure, true. Like sure. it's 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 super hard to it's super hard to take a stand on this. You know what I mean? I don't know what's up. Was it what we were thinking? Like a jam thumb, but maybe with an X-ray, it might be a crack thumb. Yeah, that's probably true. I, I don't know what the what the process was. So even if he comes back, like if you ever jam a finger, that sucks. Yeah, sucks. Like that's gonna be sore. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. So, so scratch I, this I'm up. not. I'm not super excited to back him. Uh, or like you said, Teddy looks weird in this system. Unless they switch some things up to kind of highlight his strengths, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not running to back the Saints right now. Okay, which I'm excited about my Breeze yardage under. How about the Rams, though? How about the Rams, then? Should they be road favorites in Cleveland? I'm looking at minus two and a half here for the Rams. This looks like a nice spot to try to sell high on these guys. What if... What if the Browns absolutely beat the shit out of the Jets, though? Uh, Then you're getting a better number, aren't you? I'm getting a better number now, yeah. The only way that this does not yeah. work out taking the Browns now is if the Jets shock the world and beat the Browns, which would put a nice cap on my week for sure. <laughs> Having will, will, there be, will there be money lines up? Will um, we see money lines on these before the Monday night game? Yeah. Some shops. Okay. I think that's the move because the, the Jets are kind of – I think Browns, Browns bounce back, beat the shit out of the Jets – you're getting like a plus one twenty money line, and I think this game might go off with a pick 'em if that happens. Like you'll see a shitload of Browns money because people, people are all those people that were rushing to back the Browns all in the off season. They're sitting there waiting. They don't know what to do yet. They're they're saying, "Oh no, my Browns weren't good." If they see a good game out of the Browns, they'll be right back. They'll be excited. Oh, Browns getting points at home. Sign me up. Like yeah. that, that'll take money for sure, don't you think? Yeah, that closes the pick. I think you're exactly right about that, um, which makes you want to have two and a half right now because it's minus 120 at minus two and a half. So I think you can get two and a half points here for a pretty cheap uh, pretty cheap price at the right book. At a low big book, for instance. Um, any of these games interest you at all next week from a betting standpoint? It sounds like we've kind of come to the same conclusion that you really, like, there's just not any reason to be running to the window yet. How about How about this one? Giants Bucks, oh. <laughs> dude. The Bucks are six and a half points, six and a half point favorites in this game. The look ahead on this one was minus three and a half, so they've moved it a full three points. Uh, <laughs> Carolina Arizona, Carolina's two and a half point favorites on the road against a, a Cardinals team that was kind of feisty today against the Ravens? What is, you know, do you have the takes on any of these games or anything? Does this just, this, this whole week three card just screams garbage. I think Arizona is going to beat some teams. Like I said, the gadget offense, people not maybe being fully, fully prepped for it. If it does get, a little more steam behind it. Like they, they got to practice it too. A lot of these players, they didn't, they didn't practice in this. But a lot of them didn't play this in college. They had never played it in the NFL. Like if you can get a little more practice, a little more continuity on this offense, the receivers start to get it. Like Arizona's going to beat some people just 
based off that. And I mean, they might get this done at home. Carolina having to head out west for a late game. Carolina's kind of look shitty. We've been able to fade them a little. Actually, I backed them week one. They came to a teaser leg. But yeah, if the the only thing is, yeah, the Arizona pass defense is still a liability. So if you're gonna back them, maybe back them against a team with a hurt quarterback. Like I, I'm not super strong on this one yet, but if you made me take a side here, I would take Arizona. Yeah. As bad as they've been. Yeah. That offense did a few things today. Like it it had two hundred yard receivers. Yeah. Carolina's, you know, defensive backfield can be beaten. Yes, I, I agree. You know, it's gonna be one of those where like can the Panthers keep up with uh a team that's just going to throw the shit out of the ball like this at home. Total's only 44 and a half. Do you, I yeah. About that. Yeah. Again, okay, so do you the, have the... Be depending on Cam to score points. Do you have the stomach to back any of these teams going forward? For the oh, time certainly. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I was coming to make a list. Do you have the stomach in the next, say, the next oh, three okay. weeks? Next Same three weeks. In the next three weeks, do you have the stomach to back... The Broncos and Joe Flacco. Oh yeah. How about Cincinnati? Get. Oh man, the play calling really. We said the play calling. If it's like last week, they're going to be okay, and I'll pay to see it. And we paid, so yeah. not right now. I'm good. How about, do you have a stomach to back the Raiders? People do. It's ticked from eight to seven and a half. Raiders money is showing against Minnesota right now. Yeah, that's that is a teaser special of the universe of the week. Um, of the universe, I might do a teaser today. Browns Vikings right now. You ever gonna, are you, yeah? I like a, a Browns uh, Vikings. CFCS has it up. Browns yeah. Vikings would be nice. Uh, you know what else I would like would be um, Philly. Uh, Philly Vikings. Philly's uh, minus seven and a half against Detroit next week. You can get both those under a field goal. Philly and Minnesota home under a field goal. I like those. Um, uh, do you have, will you ever bet a, a Dolphins game for the rest of the season? You think? No. Give me, maybe give me like 28. <laughs> Somebody, I put up that poll and I put one of the options is like, how many points would it take you to bet? Next week, take the Dolphins versus the Cowboys. And I made the fourth option, just I'm not going to do it. And somebody replied, he's like, well, what, what are these people that are saying they wouldn't do it? How many points do they need? 40? Yeah. Like, well, fuck, 40 wouldn't have done it today. Wouldn't have done it today. Um, do you, how about the uh, the Giants? As long as Eli Manning is quarterback, do you have the stomach to back that team? Yeah. Josh Allen That's was a bad. Beautiful dude. under team. Josh Allen was bad. Beautiful he, under team. No, Giants? What? Dude, their pass defense gave up yards and gashes to Josh Allen, who was throwing absolute wobbly ducks. It was laughable out there. They're they are a Landed JV, on 42. They're, they're a JV defense. That's true. That's true. Um oh God. So many fucking bad teams. Um, okay. Well, sounds like we don't have a lot of looks that we are super feeling for uh, for week three here. So this is going to be a tough one. Not a great week to be digging out of a giant hole that you've dug for yourself through two weeks if you're me. <sighs> Very frustrating. Very frustrating, man. Never, don't ever worry about the hole. 
Just yeah, on to the next week. Yeah. Great point. There's bank, like how your bankroll did last week should have nothing to do with your betting going forward. That's a very good point. Maybe the amount you're betting per game if you're doing your like an adjusted percentage every week. But other than yeah. that, just I mean, make some adjustments. So don't don't just keep banging your head against the wall doing the same thing. So like we're gonna have to make some adjustments on some of these teams. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you want to know something crazy? Hopefully we can learn. I I was just going to say, like, um, it's crazy, like, um, there's not a lot of situations at play last week. But you know what? That's probably good. Like, so far, every situational spot that I've flagged through two weeks has been on the losing side or a push on the against the spread. Uh, Teams playing in the heat, teams, West Coast teams starting early, teams on back-to-back road teams, teams with extra rest. Like, literally, like, everything that I'm looking at has been um, a wash so far. This is crazy. It's a tough market. These things aren't mattering. Always know that. Yeah, I know, but I don't feel like the market really had priced these in when we bet into them last week, or at least when I bet into them. I think uh, I just, there's just... There's a, just an awful lot of uncertainty swirling right now. Well, should we touch on Monday before we go then? Sure. We kind of alluded to it a little. Do you have any interest in uh, in a Browns minus six if you have no action on that game? Huh. The Jets, did the Jets defense look good or was it Josh Allen sucking ass? It was Josh Allen sucking ass. Josh Allen should have. They should. The Jets defense should have had three, three or four touchdowns. Seriously, like the fact that they only got the one touchdown and the safety is that what happened? I can't quite remember. Um, they should have scored more points than they did, even in that in that game. And they're going to be without Quinn Williams and, and C.J. Mosley. This defense is going to get shredded. Yeah, Browns Browns team total. <clears throat> I think the Browns are going to score some points. I'm looking at... That would be uh, a lean. I'm not playing it yet. I'm going to look at it. 24, 24 and a half. Yeah, dude. Probably 25. Shit, Total's 20, 45. Do you know why the total is yeah. ticked up a point? Is I, that because the Browns... No I mean, the, the total is up from 44 to 45, even though Darnold is out and Simeon is in. I guess they don't really have a huge discrepancy between Darnold and Simeon, which seems weird, although the spread has adjusted three points. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd adjust the spread down greatly on a, on like a quarterback, a low, lower tier quarterback going to a backup. I might take it up for some of the pieces missing on defense though. Jesus. Like the Browns might have their way with this. I would definitely lean Browns here under a touchdown. If I had to make a bet, I bet I'll make a second half bet. I bet you will too. That's the best bet on the board. Um, that you will make a second half bet. Or- <laughs> money can, best money you can spend. All right. Um, we're both looking for, I don't think I have a lot of words really for this Cleveland Jets. It's just if, if Cleveland manages to blow uh, uh, this, this ticket that I have that was in before Darnold went out, I'm going to be pretty upset. Um, oh, there may not be. Minus three? Uh, yeah, and honestly, like at the time, I was like, "Well, I'm selling out to minus three because you know I think they're going to win by six or seven. And I should have at the time taken just, just taken the standard minus two and a half, not, uh, and then I could have gotten a uh, a little bit uh, a little bit of a better middle shot here. But whatever. Um, the um, 
the Eagles and uh, and Falcons have kicked off. Let's get watching this game. Let's get ready for a halftime scope and uh, let's see some points, man. I really need uh, need this one to uh, to help uh, start turning things in the right direction here. Talk to you at halftime. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, we'll see you at halftime. Good luck, everybody. Good luck getting your early bets in, and congratulations to me on getting an early number on the Chiefs over. I'm so <laughs> excited for that game. I'm There's not a game I'm more excited for at noon game. I will have that on clearly over the Vikings Raiders game if I can help it. Depends where I'm Without watching. Doubt. Obviously. So. Obviously. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Check it after. All right. Have fun uh, recording Ball Boys. If you want some tennis content, go check out Ball Boys podcast. All right. See ya.